Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This, this Morning, Morning Walk, Walk Podcast. Podcast. Oh, hey, hey Alex. <laughs> How are you? I am good. Uh, we are doing this. We have a podcast. Da, 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 da. It's great. It is great. So I feel like this is a really random endeavor that we're embarking on, but also aligned as well. So should I start with how I came to you and then maybe how you came to walking and then how we got here? <laughs> yes, let's do that. <laughs> so in a nutshell, I found Libby in Magnolia Magazine, fell in love with the article, bought the book, and changed my life. I have been walking for over 160 days as of this recording. So as of the 28th of February, I've been walking for over 160 days and it's really changed my life. And so in that changing of life, Libby and I have grown close and I'm so honored to be embarking on this path with you. How did you come to walking, Libby, for those who may not know? Oh, well, first and foremost, 160 days. That's beautiful. And I love that for you, because I'm sure in those 160 days, there's been ups and downs, ins and outs, lessons learned, grumpies, beautiful, the whole thing. So I'm thrilled for you, those 160 days. So I've been walking since 2000, and, uh, yes, 2011. So 10 years, which is as amazing when I say that out loud, but I started because I had just turned 50, which means I've just turned 60, which is, I think is brilliant. And life was wonderful. I was very fortunate, had a very healthy family. I had a wonderful career. I had just embarked on launching a business with two colleagues. Very fortunate, lived in a very beautiful place. And I woke up one morning and I thought, well, for heaven's sakes, I may be one of the luckiest people on the planet. And yet there was there was something, there was a moment in which I thought, there's a part of me I'm not exercising. There's a part of me I'm not acknowledging. And after a little bit of thinking on that, little internal work, what I really came to realize was the outdoors was something that had at one stage in my life really defined who I was. And here I was at 50, um, as I said, in, in, in a really beautiful location within the, the United States, just north of Boston. But I spent a lot of time in conference rooms, in on conference calls, running errands, doing this and that, all of which was lovely. There were no complaints, but I began to realize that I needed to get outdoors. And so I decided one morning that I would get up an hour before I usually did and simply go out and go for a walk and see what I could see. And here we are 10 years later. That's my story in a nutshell. And I think the thing about having done it for 10 years is it is virtually impossible to avoid some of the big key lessons that come from doing something with a daily practice day after day. 
And so I think that's what you're embarking upon, possibly. It is what I find a lot of my friends who go for walks often find that that practice of a daily ritual, a daily prayer, a daily meditation that is step by step often reveals the most magnificent learnings, even though it's on a very micro level. So I think that's what we'll talk about, you and I. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm i just <laughs> sitting over here smiling from ear to ear because hearing you speak about you embarking on this journey 10 years ago and like you've never missed a day, you dress for the weather, you lean into silence, you also, you know, just honor your body. And I think for me, my walking practice has been this reclamation of mm -hmm. my body and of mm. my mind. And I stopped keeping track earlier last week because I was getting confused. So that's why I was like, over 160 days is wild to me that I have kept that promise to myself. And that's something I'm really excited about talking with you about is the keeping of the promises to ourselves, right? Of saying we're going to do this thing and doing it no matter what, walking every damn day, as you say, <laughs> mm -hmm. no matter what. So I guess why this morning walk podcast? Like, why are we doing this? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know what I think is interesting is something you just said. I think it's actually really profound, which is about a week ago, you said you stopped keeping count. And what I would argue is that at that point, you had made enough of a commitment to yourself every damn day that the number no longer was the thing that was your motivation or mm -hmm. your or your accountability tool or it was no longer the indication of your promise to yourself the promise to yourself is that it is now so part of who you are that you simply go and the number is less important what is more important is keeping that promise to yourself mm -hmm. but early on i can totally recognize and i totally understand that notion of oh my my gosh i've walked 80 days in a row or 90 days those numbers are in fact motivators and they are proof of your commitment to that promise and now it's just simply a promise it has become mm. embedded in your body it is part of how you move in the day it's probably potentially part of how you define yourself and i'll speak for myself it's certainly part of how I define myself. My walk this morning, it was a glorious, glorious, crystal clear, beautiful blue sky day. And it was really fucking cold. It was about <laughs> 10 degrees. It, and I was dressed in all my appropriate laters. I've got this kit and this sort of system for different temperatures. And I was so cold. I It just drove me crazy. I was frustrated with myself. And then somewhere halfway through, I realized, but wait a minute, look at this day you're in. How is mm. it you're so frustrated by your discomfort? That also led me to think that sometimes it's that discomfort that makes us exquisitely, profoundly, overwhelmingly present, right? It is in that moment when your neck is cold or the back is cold, you can't help but be present. <laughs> yeah. So I've come to sort of love that discomfort or the grumpies or that moment when I'm like, oh, there I go again. I wore the wrong 
darn gloves. <laughs> and I am reminded that here I am, right? Mm-hmm. I can't be thinking about tomorrow. I can't be thinking about the to-do list. So it's in fact in that discomfort that I've come to believe that we become very, very present. <laughs> I had a grumpy, oh my gosh, well, today was a decent walk, but I had a grumpy walk over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and I was pissed. I was so over it. I was like, (laughs) what the hell? It had been like 75 in D.C. on the day before, and then the next day it was ice and cold and trash. I know that's not good language to use, but whatever, y'all get it. I was not my best self on that walk, but I went. I went. And it's in those moments where I have to give myself permission to not always see the bright side. And I don't know if you've realized that, but we live in this culture of like toxic positivity where it's just like, be grateful for every damn thing. And yes, and like, there are going to be moments where you are not grateful that it's ice raining on your face. Like, <laughs> no, right. It sucks. It's sucks. <laughs> it terrible. And like letting the walk suck, but also mm-hmm. going anyway and understanding that all my walks aren't going to be sucky, you know, but some may. And I also went in the evening, which kind of brings me to this transition point of this morning walk, which I love you say is a mindset, right? It's not necessarily when you go. Can you talk us through that? Yeah. So I take most of my walks in the morning because that's just when I wake up, it's the first thing I do. It's like brushing my teeth and having a cup of tea. I also have the most energy then. But I also really acknowledge and see in peers and friends and colleagues and neighbors that, you know, sometimes that just doesn't work in your day. That's okay. The idea of morning, however, though, is prioritizing it as an essential part of the day. So for me, this notion of doing something first thing in the morning, to me, gives it this sort of really glorious glow of intention to do something for yourself first thing, right? It's not the first thing that we go and we read the newspaper and we input all of this data. It's not checking our phones. It is that the concept of a morning walk is that one of the first things we do is get outside and move and be moved first thing. It's just, it's really the notion of this morning walk is creating a sense of priority around it. But it, to me, you could go for a morning walk in the evening, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it is um, it is doable at any time of the day. That just happens to be when I do it. And again, it's a reflection of it being one of the most important things I do during the day. And so I want to remember it as I wake up. I wake and I walk. <laughs> and mm. so that is where that comes from. But really, this podcast is not about getting up and first thing you do going for a walk. It's about acknowledging that Making that promise to yourself, potentially through a a walk, is a really possibly even transformative tool. Yeah. And a nourishing one. And a really nourishing one. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me what happened on the grumpy walk. What happened when you got home? I (laughs) 
brought my grumpies inside and I went upstairs to Ryan and I was like, I'm so tired of this weather. I had a beautiful two mile walk two days ago in the sun and warmth. And now I'm back in the cold and I have seasonal depression. I also am a highly anxious person and I have walked through the world with anxiety and depression since I can remember. And the weather really impacts me. And with that being such an impact, I have to tap into my mindfulness, right? And I remember Ryan saying, like, it won't be like this forever. And that was my moment to just, like, ground down and be like, he's right. (laughs) It won't be. And also, like, how am I feeling? What do I need right now? And, of course, it was my chai cup of tea. I don't really come home to quiet much because I have three kids, you know? And so it's... I have to find my nuggets of peace on my walks and also when I come home and it's time to like be back in the family, right? Like where can I find peace? And a lot of that times looks like, you know, just sitting down, having rambunctious kids in the background and having my tea because that's what I got. So I think morning walk has taught me to work with what I have. And it's also been an invitation to not, try to do it right. Like when I first read your book and when I first read the article and I tried the super early rising, I mean, it took me a couple of weeks to find my flow. It was an invitation to figure out what morning walk meant to me. And that's why I'm so excited about this show is because we're going to be talking about my evening walks sometimes, my afternoon walks and my morning walks and yours and your morning practice and your ritual of walking in the morning. And hopefully down the line, we'll have some really amazing guests talking about their walking practice and when they go and how they're nourishing and how they're transforming. And I think for me, that's the overall message of this morning walk podcast is like nourish yourself, do what Mm -hmm. feels good and move your body. Even on the grumpy days and the wet, (laughs) cold days, unless you live in Southern California and it's always mostly beautiful. (laughs) Right, exactly. I like to believe the more we move, the more we are moved. And Mm. when I say that, when we are moved, it's not always sunshines and kittens and roses and chai tea. Sometimes it's prickles. Sometimes it's ice. All of that. Tears. And Yeah, tears. Absolutely. Well, as you know, I like to say that a morning walk is a practice like a seated meditation or an on-the-mat practice. It's a mindset. And again, that is this notion of prioritizing time for yourself. For me, it's a way forward. So the thing I love about a walk is that it truly is step by step by step. You can't shortcut it. You can't leap over the hard parts. You have to go step by step by step. There's one walk I do. I get out, I don't know, four or five miles. I turn around and always, I know this now, I turn around, there's often a headwind and sometimes it's really gnarly. It is in fact in those moments where it's just that reminder. Again, it's like a seated practice when your mind wanders and you have to come back to your breath and just focus on that inhale and the exhale. For me, it's the same with walking. I just focus on each step as it goes down. And I love what um, Thich Nhat Hanh says, thinking about as we place our foot on the earth, that we think about the energy Mm -hmm. we're holding and that we put into the earth. Mm -hmm. So when I turn and I have a headwind and I come down to that very grounded step-by-step place, 
I wish I had it right in front of me right now, but is beautiful, the essence of what he said, which is be mindful of how we place our feet on the earth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to stomp and I'm like, <laughs> screw it. I'm just putting my head down and I'm walking hard. But it is a wonderful metaphor for a lot of things in life, right? And ultimately, as far as I'm concerned, morning walk, it's a path. It's a path in terms of how we can think about everything in our life. What happens when you ha- come into a headwind? What happens when you have a grumpy and a fucking icy out? What happens? And those moments show up in the rest of our life, but walking becomes a nice metaphor and a tool for navigating. Mm. Navigating. That's a good mm. one. Mm-hmm. Well, I am so excited for this show to come to life in the world and the conversations we're going to have with each other and with guests. And I cannot wait to take this journey uh, with you. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Me too. Uh, Thank you for walking with me. Even though we're in separate places, I think of you often as I go out on my walks. I'm happy to be walking with you. Happy to be walking with you. (laughs) More soon, friends. More soon. Okay. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram, me, Alex L., and me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time, take care. Thanks Thanks for for walking walking with us. us.